Hi there, this is Jenny Stilwell and welcome to the 7% Club podcast. For the 7% of business owners who break through 2 million in sales and for those on track to join this club. If you want to upscale from seven to eight figures, you'll need to make some shifts in how you grow, structure and lead your company because you cannot get to 10 million in the same way that you reached your first one or two million in revenue. This podcast is to help you upscale. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the mistakes that are made when asking clients and customers for feedback. And it's fairly common, uh, marketing people, CEOs, um, business owners get this wrong all the time. And getting feedback from clients is really essential on an ongoing basis because when it's done the right way, it's really seen as a positive thing by your clients um, because from their perspective, it's an indicator of your intent to improve and perhaps expand on the products and services that you can deliver. Um, And as Dan Kennedy says, inspect what you expect. So even if you think your clients are happy, it's always a good insurance policy to check that from time to time. And again, when it's done properly, the feedback you receive really could make a big difference to your business in terms of the opportunities it opens up. And it also gives you an opportunity to fix things that aren't going so well that perhaps you weren't aware of. So asking clients for feedback is good. So these are the mistakes that most people make on a fairly consistent basis. So number one, you make your clients do some work that they actually don't want to do. So what I mean by this is that you send them a survey or a questionnaire to fill in. So don't we all have the belief that there aren't enough hours in the day to get done what we want to get done? So why would you send your clients some homework to do? You've put the onus on them to do something for you which can actually make them feel resentful and just irritated. So that's a really big mistake. Number two is to ask too often. Now, the best time to ask someone for specific feedback is actually at the time of the transaction or the event. However, I think we've all experienced the situation where we're on the phone to a customer service department and, you know, it could be your internet's down or whatever, and you've barely finish the call and an email pings in straight away asking you for your experience and your feedback. Now, sometimes it, it, you know, it's called for, might be a long problem that's taken quite a long time to solve, but sometimes the people on the other end of the phone are just doing their job and you wonder why you need to give feedback just because someone's doing their job. So, if you're asked too often for feedback, it can really be, it can be aggravating and annoying. And, um, you know, you wonder if they're actually doing anything with all that, um, all that feedback that, that you're collecting. Um, and obviously it's different if you've got hundreds of thousands of customers, you know, versus only say 10 or 50 um, and the transactions and the events are less frequent. Um, but don't make the mistake of asking too often. Now, mistake number three is asking questions that fail to deliver insights. So again, what I mean by this is that when you review the answers to the questions that you've asked, you actually look at the response and you kind of think, well, so what? 
rather than, oh, that's really interesting. So when you create your questions, they always seem like valid ones at the time. But sometimes when you get the responses back, you realize it's actually nothing to be learned or valued in the responses. So the only way to make sure that you're going to receive useful insights from the questions that you ask is to do a test run. And I can't stress the importance of that enough. It really is. It's critical to, to executing this whole exercise well. You know, you think the questions are great, but you do a test run and you find out that maybe, you know, they're not as good as you think you are, you think they are, and they can certainly be improved. So if you don't do a test run, it's a big mistake because you'll just end up wasting your own time and your client's time. Mistake number four is very important. It's when you don't share the results. So you actually need to share the results with your team, first of all, so they understand your client's perception of your products and your service delivery, and then they can contribute to ideas and solutions. And most importantly, you actually need to share the results with your clients. So there's nothing worse than asking clients to give up their time to engage with you and help your business improve and to then not close the loop and share that with them. So let them know what the general feedback has been for all your clients and what you're going to do in response to that. And also let them know what you will do specifically in response to their feedback. And time and again, I see people failing to share the results because next time you go to do this exercise, your clients won't want to engage because from their perspective, what's the point? So don't make that mistake of not sharing your results. And finally, the last mistake is you fail to follow up. So this is actually a huge mistake as clients see their engagement in this exercise as a complete waste of time and they won't do it again. You've left a very negative perception in their mind by not following up and taking action. So you've got to share the results. You've got to communicate to your clients and tell them what you're going to do and when. And you've got to commit to delivering. So failure to do so is a huge mistake as it provides a crack of potential discontent that really makes your clients vulnerable to defection. Now, it doesn't mean they will defect, but there's a slight vulnerability and a slight risk that they will. And it's also counterproductive to your business goals of improvement and innovation. So if you avoid these mistakes, you will get your client feedback and it will be a very valuable tool. So I hope this has been helpful to you and good luck with your own client feedback exercise. Bye now. And that's all for today's episode of the 7% Club podcast. And thank you so much for listening. If you'd like advice and support on how to grow your business from seven to eight figures in a manageable and profitable way, get in touch via my website, jennystillwell.com.au and that's one L in the middle and two on the end or connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to chat to you. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to be able to help you. And as always, wherever you are in the world, remember, better strategy, better business, better life.